Hey, it's Triple M Aussie uh, right around the country. Excited for this. Had him in the studio not too long ago before the release of The Storm Before the Calm, but it is finally out there in the world, debuting at eight on the ARIA charts, top 10, which is quite incredible in this day and age. Of course, I'm talking about Mr. Chris Cheney joining me down the line. How are you, man? Congrats. It's out. How's it feel? Oh, it feels amazing. It's 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 a really a celebration now. There's nothing mm. more that can be done. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's out there in the world, and uh, I feel great because the response has been... Absolutely amazing. So no complaints. Dude, top 10 as well. Well, I mean, that must have been a good phone call. Well, it is a good phone call. Yeah, because I sort of, you know, my main thing with this record was just trying to actually get it released oh, and put yeah, out something yeah. because it took, a, a, you know, quite a while to put together. But mm. it's really difficult out there at the moment to, to sell records. And, oh. and yeah, I'm kind of proud because I sort of, you know, I recorded a lot of it on my own and wrote it all on my own and, you know, did all the artwork and everything. So... Yeah, I'm really, really thankful to, to everyone who, who bothered to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just it, man. Like, I mean, you, you kind of get good news as a band and you kind of celebrate it with the others, but there must have been something really special about, like you said, this album's been so long in the making and, you know, you did it all yourself. Oh, it, it was. It was, yeah. I mean, I sort of, I, part of the reason it took as long as it did is because I really put everything I had into it and I yeah. wanted it to be a great record. It wasn't just like a sort of a side project to kind of get it out of my system. I I've spent a lot of time on this album, man. Mm. So to get that kind of, um, you know, the reaction that it had and people just genuinely liking the songwriting and that's because yeah. it's, it's really all about that. You know, there's no sort of, there's no hype or there's no kind of stylistic approach to it other than I just wanted really great songs. And that's what people seem to be picking yeah. up on and appreciating. Absolutely, man. Talk to us about like winter for you, like people are getting COVID, getting sick again. And then there's this lethal <laughs> flu going around, man. Has that hit you at all? <laughs> Oh, it hit me, yeah. I mean, it, it, it'd be pretty hard to escape it, really. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah it, it hit me on the week of the release, which was just oh. an absolute nightmare because I, I got a call at the last minute to play at the Big Freeze at the MCG. Oh, and yeah. And was like right in the middle of the flu. And then I did all this other TV promo stuff, which you just have to do. You know, yeah. you can't turn anything down these days <laughs> because, you know, getting music on TV to begin with is like few and far between. So yeah. every time a call came in, I was like, Oh, great. Yeah, okay, I'll do it. But uh, yeah. you know, I don't know how good it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. I, feel yeah. like, um, I feel like musicians as well, like they have to really be kind of ready for a quick turnaround because, you know, it, it is hard to move gigs. It is hard to move things. What is you, do you have like a go-to remedy when you feel unwell? Is it just like the lemon and ginger teas? Is it, what's the Chris Chaney yeah. remedy for getting over a cold quickly? Well, here's what it is. Yeah, it, it's, it's honey, lemon, ginger, and Jamisons and hot water. <laughs> That's what gets you through. You know, <laughs> yeah, man. One, one or the other in that concoction has to get you through, and, I, and I'll bet anything <laughs> for Jamison. <laughs> what, um, so were you able to kind of properly celebrate on release day, or were you still feeling quite under the weather? No, no, I, I, I opened a bottle of bubbles yeah, that good. day. It was, good. Uh, you know, if I, if I sort of stopped and I think back to when I first did some demos for this, it was, you know, nearly 10 years. So All I right, kind of got to that point where it was like it was released, Oh. And there was, no, there was the point of no return. Mm. And, and, and at that stage, it was almost an empty kind of feeling because I was like, what the hell do I do now? Yeah. Because I spent every single day 
for years on this record. All I could do at that point was just kind of go, oh, well, I did it. I actually mm. found, no, I actually got to the finish line and I didn't know whether I would a few times. So yeah. that in, in itself was sort of a, a cause for a little knees up. Absolutely, man. And, you know, you go through all of that, like the behind the scenes stuff, like the recording, the writing, and then, you know, do all the promo. And now it's out. Now it gets the even more fun of playing these songs live. What's that been like having to kind of piece a band together rehearsals because that's a new experience for you as well well it is yeah and the thing about this record is it wasn't written and worked up with a band i I wrote it and recorded it on my own and now i have a band bringing it to life so it's kind of a bit reverse in a way and it's been amazing to actually hear the songs played in a live setting because i've never had that i just recorded them so it's really great and my band is just unreal i've got some really amazing players and as I've said before, it's just great to have an extra guitar in the band and mm. to have a piano player and to have this big, full sound that is different to the living end. Yeah, man. But, um, yeah, we've been rehearsing and, um, yeah, the shows are going to be great. It's, it's a real kind of like rock and roll bar band kind of, yeah. kind of thing. Tell us who's in the band, man. Intr- introduce the members. Well, at the moment, I have Dave Williams from Augie March playing drums. Whoa. I have a chap called Brendan West playing bass. Oh. Uh, Andre Warhurst. From uh, Spoonful is playing guitar, and um, Louis Macklin, who plays with Jet, yep. is playing piano. Um, there's a few different players have hopped in and out um, yep. for the gigs we've done previously, but that's mm. essentially the sort of core band. And uh, you know, they're all into the same records as me. We've all got the same record collection, yeah. so there's a there's a big sort of Petty Springsteen kind of a, cool, a feel to to some of the playing and the songs, and they they totally get it. So it's 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 a blast. Is it one of those things where, uh, you know, you're hearing these songs back and, you know, they're kind of, they're playing your parts, but, you know, they might do something that's a little bit different here and there. And you're like, oh, this is cool too. Like, do you find that when you're p- p- playing these songs live that, you know, you're adding little things to that as well? Yeah, well, that's been sort of a tricky balance. You know, it's yeah. not just about replicating the record note for note because mm. there's a few different things on the album. And then, as you know, when you make a recording, you can do lots of overdubs and stuff. So yeah. they've been very sort of sensitive to that. And 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 I'm trying to be open-minded with it too. I want it to sound like the record, but at yeah. the same time, um, you know, they've got to play like they play as well, and, and, mm. and not just it's not just a cover band. You know, so they're bringing their own sort of personality to it, but. Um, you know, there's a lot of pedal steel and stuff like that that's cool. on the record that yeah. I haven't got. I haven't got a pedal steel player yet, but <laughs> yeah. I'm giving Andre a workout. <laughs> use his volume pedal a lot with all those sweat, country swells and things. I love how you say like you've got like a really cool kind of bar band, and I look at the venues that you're playing as well, and it is so suited to these places that you're playing, like the zoo in Brisbane, Mojo's in Frio, Jive in Adelaide, the Corner in Melbourne, and the Factory in Sydney. It just like it's almost like it's meant to be with these shows, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I think the the music is so personal and so kind of intimate that. Yeah. You know, hey, it'd be nice to be playing Rod Laver Arena, but uh, baby you know, steps, bro, baby we'll, steps. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah but yeah. for the moment, it works in such an intimate setting, and and the the last one of shows we did were kind of like you know packed, sweaty kind of yeah. pub rock gigs, which I think mm. we all miss at the moment. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to this tour because I think it's going to be um it's going to be even better because now that people know the songs because in the past shows we've done, people have just standing there listening, but yeah. now they actually know that they've yeah. got the record. So it's going to be a whole nother vibe. Is it exciting for you personally as well to know that you have like this other avenue now that you can go to? Like you've got the living end, uh, you go and play shows, you know, by yourself. And now you have your solo career 
and your solo band, you know, like that's already established. Like it's going to be so easy moving forward now. We just like, you know, I could do some solo shows. Balance it with living in too. Like you've got all these different varieties of avenues now, which is really cool. It is. Yeah. It's nice to know that, that I can do it because yeah. for, a, for a long time it was sort of an idea. You know, I knew that I could write songs mm. and, and kind of record them, but I didn't know if it would sort of, you know, and I don't mean to be um, too modest here, but I didn't know it would be any good. <laughs> yeah, 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 of <laughs> you know, course. Living in has its thing and, and it mm. works. So yeah. to kind of discard that and to go in a completely different direction. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that it just, it sort of feels, it's always felt natural to me to, to do the sort of stuff that I'm doing now. It's just yeah. a different kind of side of my personality. But but again, the fact that people are accepting it and people get it is is really humbling for me. And the exciting part is, man, you, you've done all the hard work now. Like you've set up the band, you know, they know the songs where, you know, next time you go to do, you know, a run of shows or something, it's kind of already established in a way as well, which takes, I guess, a bit of a, the relief away, like, well, the stress away, knowing that it's already there and ready to go. Yeah, well, these guys are just... They're, uber professionals and they they kind of they've got all their parts down and um yeah you know we all drink the same beer and stuff so this this is it's like a gang it's like a proper band yeah yeah man i love how you said we all drink the same thing are you like kind of formulating what the rider looks like in your head too (laughs) always (laughs) yeah uh that's exciting man i'm really pumped for you these run of shows um kick off i've got the full list of dates man it's exciting for you i can't wait until you know the stars align you come back into the studio do that co-host we're not you know, not one of us is sick. Have you actually been all right with um, rehearsing with the band? Have they been okay too? Well, like, they go down at all with the flu or anything? Yeah, no, we've all managed to sort of dodge it. Okay, cool. Thankfully. But, you know, I think every musician on the planet now has kind of got a bit of a plan B going on. We've just had to, haven't we? Because oh, of, dude. you know, whether it's shows or just other band members or, or, or whatnot, you know, it's kind of, it's just a, it's a new era where we're all a little bit more adaptable, I suppose. Mm. It's definitely not ideal, but, um, yeah. you know, the show must go off, right? Yeah, dude. Well, dude, well, I'm loving the new single, Corner Shop. Really resonates with me as well, you know, um, because like you said, this song was written around the lockdowns, you know, me also being from Melbourne, everything was so uncertain. And that line, where have all the good times gone? It's just like, it's so appropriate, right? You kind of look back to that time and you're just like, you didn't know when things were going to get back to normal. No, I mean, it's definitely, it felt like, a, um, you know, we had the before and after in our lifetime now, I think, yeah. you know. I mean, thankfully, you don't want to sort of harp on about it because everything is returning to normal and people are, mm. are learning to adapt. But I definitely feel like there is the before, the pandemic and the after. And, and, and my life has changed immensely just yeah. with moving countries and stuff. But it's all good because, you know, I wouldn't have written that song had I not come back to Australia or, yeah. and same with California, you know, they, they were two of the strongest songs on the record and that wouldn't have happened otherwise. So yeah. you, you just got to be thankful for, for what you have. And, yeah. but, um, you know, I, I know that a lot of people were, were pretty depressed and it was a pretty hard period for, for a lot of people. So, um, mm. You know, that's that's where us songwriters come into the fray and, uh, you know, we try and document a little bit and yeah. help get you through it. Well, Chris, man, congrats on the album release. It's exciting, The Storm Before the Calm. You can get it now, Loving Corner Shop too, man. And good luck with these shows. Can't wait to see when uh, you, you play in Melbourne, man. It's exciting. Yeah, see you at the corner. Thanks, Matty.